everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. I'm so glad you guys are here. Today, we are really blessed to have my friend Ann Dunnigan back on the show. Yesterday, we were talking about what it means to uh, be in a different season of life, to sort of look back. That's what we did. We looked back so that we can move forward, transitioning into the next season. Today, we're going to talk about what it looks like to refocus, reset, and relaunch. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm glad you guys are here. I'm going to jump right into it with my guest. Ann Dunnigan is back on the show. We are podcasting today from Kona, Hawaii, where it is beautiful uh, 365 days a year. I'm not even joking. I asked John the other day, I'm like, so what is the, like, how how cold is it going to get at night? He goes, oh, 75. I said, oh. Yeah, it's like 80 to 82 almost yeah, every day. He's like, basically, there's a 10 degree difference from, you know, dark to morning. And I was like, <laughs> Wow, that is very different from where I live. And we have just had a, a wonderful time just talking about transitions. The Lord has had Jay and I out here. We came originally just to celebrate our 33th anniversary because our daughter, Sierra, is getting married Congratulations. Uh, just a couple of days before our anniversary. So we knew we wouldn't get a chance to do it. So we thought, you know, let's wrap up the end of our 18 months of running for Congress and celebrating 33 years of marriage. And the Dunnigans were kind enough to uh, help us get out here and and they've just been really just pouring into us. And I said, hey, Anne, for goodness sake, we've done the podcast remotely. Let's do it in person in Kona. So this is fantastic. So thank you for coming back today. Cool. Uh, one, one thing I just thinking about, you know, we talk about reset, refocus, relaunch. Um, you know, sometimes if your computer isn't working, yep. what's the first thing that you, you do? turn it off. Yeah, just like <laughs> shut the thing down yeah. for a little bit. Same with your phone. And like your you phone's know, like, you, what's going on? You know, and then you got to reboot. Or for me, I my, my phone gets just like, I, I run it to the end. Me too. I run it till Aww. it gets down to you know, 3%, 2%. Oh, oh, you yeah. guys, if you try to call me, I, my mom, mom's phone will be out of battery. Uh, we as believers, we need to recharge, yeah. you know, how many of us are to, running to, down to 1%? Yeah. And we've got to get charged. Know. We got to get charged back up. And, um, I just think what we want to talk about today is how do we move forward with faith? Mm. And, uh, I want to just share a couple things that have helped us, um, as we have, you know, done different, um, you know, journaling and helping people with just looking back and then you process and then, okay, Lord, how do we move forward from here? How do we move forward into a new season, not fearfully, but to move forward with faith? And what I like to do is I just think of a simple little bullseye. And I think about the greatest commandment is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So I will start with a blank piece of paper, and I will just put a little line going up and down. And it's like, okay, first off, blank sheet of paper, blank journal. How is my relationship with God? Mm. And just get right with God. Get charged back up. Get that phone plugged back up to just get that phone working again. And and then the second one, love the Lord our God and with that's all the power of our source. heart soul, mind, and strength. Like, yeah. and it even like, we've even talked this week about, okay, Heidi, you have been running yourself into the ground, you know, if you've not been getting a lot of sleep and yeah, just, you're you right. Know, <laughs> you know, we've got to drink water. We've got She's to be right. exercising. <laughs> you know, we've got to get our body healthy and strong. I told Anna, to have like, the vibrancy how in the world need. am I going to exercise? I'm, I'm so, I'm so tired. It just feels like one more thing. And she was like, you know what? How about we just rest? Cause you can't feel like doing anything if you're just 
depleted. And then we take you out snorkeling and, and we take you out to swim in. It's been, <laughs> oh my goodness. We, we were with the turtles the other day. We swim with sea turtles. But, but you know, I, even taking time for for fitness and fresh air and prayer, all those mm. things do not deplete our life. Yeah, they're like they, they 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 give us life. They give us the vibrancy yeah. and the energy that we need. Even as as you sleep more, you got to work on getting more sleep. As you sleep more, um, it it will help our our brains even to function at a higher capacity. So you know those things are really important. So you know, first of all, we get our relationship with God lined up, mm-hmm. and then you know, love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, spirit, soul, and body, and then. You, you cross it, you know, so you have an up and down and you have a side to side uh, lines on your paper. And the side to side is our relationship with others. We are to mm. love God and we are to love others and processing our relationships, how we're doing. And boy, that's hard to do when you're depleted. Yeah. Right. It really is. I mean, because you, you, you tend to have, I feel like as the battery runs down, I love that you were talking about that, that power source because God is the power source, yes. right? So you're just plugging into to that to that relationship with the Lord. And then he's the one who restores your soul. He does. And he's the one who, who ends up filling your grace tank back up. So then you've got grace for others, grace for your children, grace for your husband, uh, you know, grace for the things that maybe you were running out of. That yeah. comes from, that comes from that refocus. I love that you draw, you and I are very similar that way. I'm a, I'm a kind of a, Everybody knows this. You guys know this about me. I'm kind of a, uh, a bit of a journal junkie. I love journaling. I'm doing and you quite even a bit got of it. A, you even got a new journal for a new season. I did. Thank you, Jan. A very pretty one. Thank you, Jan Smith sent me a leather journal, which is beautiful. And I'm filling it up. Yeah. And uh, and it's good because I think sometimes we, if you if you want to refocus and relaunch into that next season, you got to be able to write down some goals and what it is that you, that you uh, are asking the Lord for. Sometimes too, I will take a journal and I will just take, I will just write down my happy thoughts. Yeah. And, and just to realize what am I happy for today? What am I thankful for today? We were reading a a book by Randy Alcorn on happiness and just realizing that God talks a lot um, about, about joy and about living in the joy of the Lord and to actually enjoy the happy things of, of, birds and flowers and and just there are so many things that we can focus our heart and our attention on things that are good and lovely and a good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things boy and that's a that is a life-changing and it's life-giving in fact i'm doing a podcast next week on the joy of the lord i mean nehemiah said that the joy of the lord is our strength and boy, you can tell when you're kind of depleted because you lose your joy, right? There's the the mom who's tired of the or the dad who's unhappy at his work and just depletes every single day. Or, you know, I got a letter some months ago from a college student and she said, boy, I just I hate it here. I hate it here. It's so hard. And she was talking about, you know, just needing to she's at she's basically at a woke university and she's one of the only people she knows on that campus that's a Christian. And I replied to her and said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So how do you how do you hit that? Uh, reset. So you make your list and you've done that. So go back again, Ann, because you said you, you took a blank piece of paper and you drew a line. Yeah. What I like to do is just start off with like writing a, a cross in the middle of your paper, which reminds us love God and love others. Love God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then I draw a, a like a target in the center that represents our spirit, our soul, our body. And, you know, getting my spirit in line with God's Holy Spirit, getting my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, you know, lined up with 
the fruit of the Holy Spirit and and then our our body and realizing, you know, health and nutrition and exercise and water and all these things, because our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. As we live out our days, we want to glorify the Lord. And then there's all these different quadrants of our life, our family, our relationships, our stewardship, and then mission and outreach to others. And, you know, every one of us, we have the same amount of time. We have 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. Every week, we have 168 hours. There's 52 weeks in a year. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these little charts that show a typical life. Have you ever seen like yes. showing like little tiny boxes yep. for every single week? If you, if you lived to like 77 years old, you would have 4,000 weeks. The Bible tells us, teach us to number our days mm. or our months or our weeks. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. wisdom. Um, that's Psalms 90 verse 12. Um, and just to, to realize Ephesians 5, 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Or Colossians 5, 4, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Mm. And if you think about Jesus, how he created time, he was the one that created day and night. That's how we started with creating time. And he lived outside of time, but then he came into time and showed us how to live. So like, how did Jesus use his days? It's amazing. He only lived for 33 years and he was only in ministry for three years. And even of those years, he was intentional, but he took time to like go to a solitary place and pray. Mm -hmm. Right when he started in ministry, he took 40 days and went out and fasted and prayed. Our, Our church right now is in the middle of a, 21 day prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of fasting sporadically because yeah, we're yeah. having company. But uh, I talked. I'm, I'm hurting her fast. <laughs> I talked with a, a precious lady named Chin this week. Um, she is from Taiwan and she shared the most beautiful story how she fasted and prayed for her mother. Who came to know Jesus after how many years? Well, she, she had fasted for 21 days for her mother in Taiwan, who was a Buddhist, for her to come to know Jesus. And then she called home to her sister that loves Jesus. Did, did mom, is, has mom become a Christian yet? It's like, no. And so then a second year, she fasted for 21 days for her mother and nothing happened. She did that for 15 years. And this last year, her mother and her brother radically surrendered to Jesus Christ and were baptized. And um, it was just so it's beautiful. Extraordinary. It's extraordinary. And, and it's the, persistence in prayer. She persisted. Yes. She didn't give up. She didn't say, well, the Lord didn't answer my prayer. I, I, I did what I thought God asked me to do. I'm praying and I know I'm praying in accordance with this will, because of course he wants my mother to know the Lord. And it took all. And I wonder what had, what happened in her life. I bet, you know, if we sat down with her, she'd probably have hours and hours of testimony about what God did in her heart while she was praying for her mom for those 15 years. You know, so prayer is just really vital as we, we journal to be able to um, move forward in faith, mm. take the the things that have been hurts and highlights, and we surrender those all to Jesus. And just whether it's the beginning of a new day, the beginning of a new week, you know, like a Sabbath reset yeah, or, yeah. or a quarterly reset, uh, to be just bring that to the Lord. But, you know, and but, what a great time to do it. I mean, this is a great time. I, th- I think of all the people that are listening to this, you know, we're getting ready to come into a new season. Literally, we're coming into the fall now, right? Mm-hmm. We're halfway through August. I can't believe it. And uh, although you'll never know it here in Hawaii, because I guess the fall will look like August and March will look like August and just 
looks like that here. But we're coming into a new season and this is a great time to really recalibrate, to refresh. You've got like some ABCs of doing that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about that. Are you homeschooling your kids? Well, I want to recommend the Institute for Excellence in Writing. If you are looking for a course that's going to breathe life into teaching language arts to your kids, IEW is for you. It's comprehensive. It includes writing, grammar, and vocabulary. And I want to encourage you to check out IEW's Fix-It Grammar, and it's been integrated with structure and style for students. This is broken down into achievable steps that are going to give your students success. Try it for free for three weeks at IEW.com forward slash Heidi. So before the break, we were talking about what it looks like to redeem the time, how precious time is. And nobody knows that better than moms who become grandmothers, right? And you realize- Oh, it's like time speeds up. Yeah. I mean, I have a a grandson who's, you know, nine years old now and it really just, you know, my daughter's married for 10 years and you can't even believe it. And uh, our kids are getting married and they're having kids and it really does. It really does speed things up. And the Bible tells us this is going to get, you know, redeem your time. You've got a limited amount of time. Lord, teach us to number our days, which you just, uh, you just talked about. This is something that uh, Rob McCoy has spoken into my life and has helped me really overcome fear because he reminded me, hey, uh, you know, God's not going to take you home a moment before it was already predestined that that would happen. And so you can live your life with intentionality and purpose and not in fear, not fear of COVID, not fear of cancer, not fear of car accident, whatever it is, because not fear of swimming with sharks, you know, because God has a plan and it's, and his plan is going to be uh, revealed in you as you redeem that time and walk with him. I, I love how God has made seasons mm-hmm. and how you know, you could like at the beginning of every year, it's like, okay, it's a new year. Yep. Or maybe yep. it's your birthday. And so it's yep. the beginning of a new year for you. For you. Yeah. Uh, we also have like different decades of life, you know, as you, you know, you hit that forties or you hit that fifties and it's, it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a new season. Then you kind of yeah. get a bigger perspective of things. Um, new school year. Yes. Is, is another new, I, I love to look at just the different quarters of the year you know, whether it's the beginning of a of a new year, whether it's like springtime. And so you hear like spring cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you have like right now, um, July, you know, we're we're, you know, getting ready for coming into the fall. So yep. it's like looking to that new school year. And then when you have the very like last quarter of the year, you know, it's that really busy time yes. of, you know, October, November, December. It's all of that very, very busy time yeah, and the holidays. holidays and trying to finish up the year. And so it's like, yes. that whole, OK, last quarter. You know, yeah. what does God want to do during that last quarter of the year? So it can be at any time, there can be a time of, of uh, like retreat and mm. refreshing to look forward with faith. Um, something I like to encourage people to do is look at the big picture of what God has done and what God is doing, but then also to look at some very specific testimonies specific faces, specific moments, like even looking, you know, as you're looking at the congressional run, you you can look at the big picture of like what God did and what God is doing, what God is doing in America, what God is doing in the world. But then also it's like, do you remember this moment? And do you remember that moment? Oh, God was so gracious. And even the hard moments, God helped you through those hard moments. And I, I think as we just invite the Lord to come in and kind of peeling back layers of an onion of when there's still 
hurt and there's grieving and there needs to be processing of just, Lord, come into those moments and bring healing yes. so that you can move forward with faith. Yeah, it's so important. So I got these little ABCs. I love it. You that know are me. just I, uh, love it. I love a good acrostic. Uh, and I love a good ABC. Well, this, and this is just really, really simple. ABC, A is we need to abide, abide in Christ. Mm. Abide with him. Just live with him. Walk with him. Talk with him. Just be in his presence. It's the everyday moments. Yeah. Right. The simple moments. The maybe abiders. The, the are we abiders. That you, yeah. That we maybe don't think about. Like we tend to think, you know, we wait until we're, we tend to be responders. Like we, you know, reactionary. And God's invitation is to abide. It's to it's in the the moments that we might consider to be mundane, which really gets you ready. If you're learning to abide, it gets you ready for those difficult moments because you're already your your heart is tuned to his voice. And I love that. And and you know, even some of those little happy thoughts, like I'm hearing little birds chirping right now, like abiding with Christ, we're bringing him in. It's like, Lord, thank you for those birds. Mm-hmm. Thank you for those pretty trees. Thank you that we have friends over. It's just thanking and being grateful, whether it's a hard time or a happy time, to invite the presence of the Lord into those moments. Mm. Um, B is begin with the Bible. Oh, boy. Of just realizing, okay, if we're going to teach us to number our days and if we want to live for eternity now, Mm -hmm. we need to be in God's word. Yeah. We need to be filtering our words, not just with the news and not just with current events and not just with all the, the troubles of everything going on, but actually to be spending time in God's word, whether it's reading or listening, you know, stick an earbud in your ear and listen to a book of the Bible like you did with Nehemiah, mm-hmm. you know, over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Yep. Um, C is clear the clutter and just like, okay, you know, that's like spring cleaning time when you just like, okay, I'm we got to clear the clutter I'm, out of here. I'm a huge fan and you can clear. Uh, I mean, I wrote about this in the guide to daylight, you know, you can clear physical clutter and there's lots of ways to do that, but there's also emotional clutter. Yes. You know, learning to set up boundaries and um, making sure that your heart and your home are healthy places for yes. your children, for your marriage. And sometimes those that relationship clutter, you know, uh, w- which we haven't taken to the Lord or we've allowed it to have a, a spot maybe in our life that God wouldn't have wanted it to have. So you got to be able to listen to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, how do I clear that clutter away? Good. One That's time good. I was talking with a, a woman going through a very painful divorce mm-hmm. um, and, you know, adultery on the husband's side. And um, she she was she just didn't even hardly know how to mm-hmm. think like it, it. She was just so overwhelmed with, with hurt with. Yes. I mean, horrible hurt, yeah. betrayal, Rejection, wrong things said. Awful. And um, I remember we. John and I took her and her girls out and we're just spending some time together. And I, I just said, you know what? God is worthy of your brain space. Mm. Of just to worship God. You, you don't ignore the hurts and the challenges and the hard times, but in the midst of it all, we can worship God. And it's like, God, I don't understand this. I don't know why this happened, but Lord, I worship you. I worship you. I love you. I want to fill my head and my mind and my heart with you, glorifying you in the midst, mm. in the midst of the muck and the and the mire and the, the terrible things going on. I want to worship you because God is worthy. He is worthy of our worship and praise. So clear the clutter. And, uh, and then, and then it's just like, okay, Lord, I surrender. Mm-hmm. I surrender my life to you. I surrender 100% wholehearted. You surrender the outcome. You surrender the outcome before the outcome is even apparent. And I think that 
that helps also. I, a long time ago, I think, um, I think I've shared this on the, on the show before, but uh, I met a woman who she and her husband had tried for years and years to get pregnant. And finally, after years of infertility, they, uh, the Lord, you know, the Lord um, answers their prayer and they get pregnant. And in her nine month of pregnancy, she loses that baby. And I remember, um, you know, walking along the, the Oregon coast with her at a women's retreat where I was speaking one year and her just pouring her heart and just weeping. And I asked her, I said, if you had known that this would be the outcome of the answer to prayer that you had asked the Lord for, would it have changed your heart? And she looked at me, the most clear eyed response and said, I had an opportunity to feel this baby kick and move and know that there's a little person that will forever, she goes, I believe we're going to be reunited mm-hmm. one day. And the Lord had so softened her heart. Um, and eventually he did give her more children. It was kind of an amazing, but she has a ministry now to mothers who are grieving the loss of children that she would not have had had she not walked through that mm-hmm. season and kept her heart close to the Lord. And you could see it in her. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's nothing that we can do. That's what God does when we surrender our heart to him and our plans to him. And we say, Lord, my ways are not your ways, yeah. you know. And I spoke on this in uh, in California the weekend. I was telling you the weekend that my dad died, I was in Los Angeles speaking for a, a, a ladies' Christmas tea. And the talk that the Lord gave me that night, and I, I changed it on the plane because I just talking to the Lord and felt just a, a nudging of the Holy Spirit to sort of change. And the title of the talk I gave was God's ways are not our ways. They're better. Mm. They're better. And when we can embrace that, then you can embrace the outcome before the outcome comes. And just to trust God. I mean, sometimes we do not know why things happen. Some things, sometimes you pray for things and they don't turn out the way that you would hoped or the way that you would liked. Mm. Uh, and, and it could be anything. It could be a failed marriage. It could be the loss of a child or the loss of a job or the loss of a congressional <laughs> run. Uh, but just knowing that God's in all of it and trusting him, you know, that his heart toward you is always, ever, only good. And that to God's trust him. And you do. You trust him. Yeah. And I trust him. And we just pray that you right now in the midst of whatever you are going through right now to just, Lord, I, I trust you. Lord. I worship you. I don't understand it, but Lord, I, I trust you. And I, I sometimes I will say when I'm pouring out my heart to God is, Lord, somehow this must look different from your perspective. Yes. You, you are in heaven. You are in eternity. And I just trust that somehow from your perspective, you, you are going to you are going to somehow redeem this. You're going to somehow bring this around. But no matter what, Lord. I trust you. Mm. I, I, I love like when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were about to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And they're like, my God can deliver us from this furnace. But even, even if, if he, he does not, mm-hmm. we will still, um, we, we will not him. bow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful uh, example of what it means to trust the Lord into different seasons. And uh, when you come out on it, you really have gained a new perspective. Your faith is growing, you know, and you see God in a different way. You had one final, so you did A, B, C, and you had a D. It was just was, then you need to just, okay, see God and then decide what to do decide. and be able to set up systems to have diligent days. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as you are moving forward, I know you're going to be, you know, going back to focusing on MomStrong International. Yes. You have a new 365 devotional coming out, yep. uh, being able to go focus more on this podcast here and just all the yep. different things that God is doing in your life. 
Um, we have things in our life as we're now empty nesters living here in Kona and different things with our mission-minded family. Yeah, ministry. I really want you to tell listeners about your ministry because there's people listening to you going, who is this woman? Because there's a lot of new listeners to the show. Well, I just want to, you can go to missionmindedfamilies.org slash info. And uh, we do have some different things to just help you live on mission for God. Mm. And, uh, you know, my heart here is just to encourage you, Heidi. <laughs> I want to just encourage you to go forward in faith. And uh, for each of your listeners, I would love to get to know you more on my Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can find me online. We'll but, link back to it yeah. too in the show notes to all of Anne's social media pages. But it's just been, it, this has been a time of real healing and restoration for us. Just, you know, walks on the beach and the sunset and, you know, and seeing God's creation. I was tell, I was joking with Anne the other day, you know, I, st- I went out snorkeling put my face in the water and it was like looking, it was like, I, I was inside of uh, finding Nemo and I was like, Oh, there's Dory. <laughs> Just all, all of the things. And you start to feel, I mean, and I think creation does that, right? Because it's the Lord's creation. The creativity of God is astounding. And that rest and reflection and restoration is necessary for us to be able to refocus and relaunch. And I think that is, you know, um, it's necessary. So for all the moms and dads who are coming into this brand new season, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a unique season of ending and a new one beginning, um, but we're all walking through seasons of life. Every single one of us, every listener here at the show, um, you guys are in a new season right now. And it's beautiful to see that the Lord meets us in every yes. season. I, I think of that old song, turn my eyes upon mm. Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You know, that we could go forward in faith for the glory of God. Mm. Beautiful. That's a great place to end. Uh, Ann Dunnigan, you are a national treasure. And I'm so thankful I got to be here with you. I think we've had my daughter, Sailor, got to come out, which is really fun. And uh, just want to thank you for coming on and encouraging not only me, but our listeners who are Um, moving into different seasons to say, hey, God is with you in every season of life, and he's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your praise. Where can people find you online? One more time. Missionmindedfamilies.org. Missionmindedfamilies.org. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have been encouraged, as I have been, just in hearing Anne's heart and reminding us that God is present in the seasons of life and in the transitions, and that we can trust him, and his heart for us is good guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate hearing from you and I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith.